Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is the Nitty Gritty Committee, conversations about the guts and the glory of life. This conversation was recorded in front of a live audience at the 2015 Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It features Nazim Hussain and Ronnie Chang and also Andy Saunders. You guys okay? Cool. Yeah, Ronnie no, literally no, came running back from the toilet. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. is that That's right? why I came down the middle, because I was halfway peeing. And Good job. Yeah. Have you finished peeing? No. Oh. I stopped halfway, which is ability. <laughs> Has anyone tried s- to stop peeing midstream? Oh, sir, so do we have to start with piss Oh, jokes? this is. <laughs> <laughs> Nazim has a very low threshold for things of that nature. <laughs> Would that be fair to say, Nazim? You're very polite. Uh, I'm very polite. I always end with piss jokes. <laughs> it hurts for like one second, then you're good. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yeah. You go, this is what you paid for, guys. <laughs> Now, Andy Saunders is the man who was singing the song that you just heard before I came on, Cos I'm Aboriginal. Isn't that great? Yes, it's fantastic. It's great, isn't it? There's a lot of stuff on YouTube. It's called White Black Atcher, that stuff. Deadly um, Deadly Chef is a favourite of mine. Yep. Yep. Devon Three Ways. Devon Three Ways. (laughs) One of my favourites. Do we have... You know what I forgot to do? Do we have any Indigenous people in our crowd today? Bono. You you know the Devon joke. First cousin. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I married a white girl. I knew I wouldn't be related to her. <laughs> <laughs> She's hot too. <laughs> Hello. Look at this. <laughs> As if I was going to miss out there. <laughs> How's the lady situation for you guys? Um, uh, my mum is currently having meetings, extensive <laughs> meetings, and uh, look at this point, uh, we can't disclose any further information, so... Uh, She's not here. We can talk freely when your mum's not in the room. Oh, well, basically, I'm just uh, fingers crossing that uh, my mum likes this girl that I like. But, uh, yeah. No, I think she, sh- she met her the other day and she was like, oh, she's a very nice girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> very sweet girl. She doesn't know that uh, behind closed doors. She <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> what doors are you talking about? I'm talking about now, you, so you moved out of home at 29. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? I was too and young? While your mum was overseas. <laughs> <laughs> she came back and I still really couldn't break it to her. I sort of just said, oh, I'm just going to go stay at my friend's place again and again. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you had your own flat. So now now you've got this beautiful girl. Now, fortunately, she she's Muslim girl, right? Yes, she's a... Fortunately, she's Muslim. <laughs> well, what I mean is... She Sorry to everybody else. Uh, she missed out on converting. <laughs> but look, honestly, I think we've got like an hour. We've got like half an hour left and... I'm happy to, to facilitate that process for any of you. 
convert? Well, how do you convert to Islam? Oh, very straightforward. You've got to accept six basic truths. Um, <laughs> let's just move on. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to talk to anybody after the show. Uh, Get ready to change religions. <laughs> <laughs> My point is that she ticks a lot of boxes for your mum. Uh, she's, she's, yeah, she's very friendly. She's, she, and yeah, she's yeah. Muslim. <laughs> yeah, she's Muslim. And so no, your she's, mum she's, she's a nice girl. So your mum's still going over to do the traditional meetings with her parents you know, and all that. How is that traditional? You know, she's, uh, Isn't it? What? Well, how did you, how, anybody here on a date? As if your parents didn't set that up, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. I just thought this is the way things are done. Ronnie, yeah. Ronnie, how's the lady situation oh, going? Yeah, she's cool. You got a special lady? Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Yeah, why why don't you tell us a little bit more than that? Oh, yeah. I try not to involve her in the public. But, well, you're oh, going to really? try harder because but, uh, we're, we're actively asking you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's cool. She's in Sydney right now, so um, uh, just hanging out with her family. She's You've just told cool. us where she is. Why don't you yeah. tell us a little bit about her? Well, you want to know? No, ask, talk to me about it. You don't leave, her, leave her out of this. Well, <laughs> do, but you don't... <laughs> yeah, she, she didn't sign up for this, so, yeah. Well, we did. Yeah. <laughs> people don't... Pe I feel like people here don't even know who I am. You want to know who I'm dating? Like, you don't yeah. No, you know what I want to know. The connection is too far. Like, you don't even know who I am yet. You so. are hot, young comedians, and I just want to <laughs> know. And Andy got me thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, do you get more girls... When you're when you're a hot young comedian, oh you yeah, before right, that, just, just hanging off. Well, you got a girl, so that <laughs> was a start. <laughs> and you, yeah. and you, I mean, so you don't do jokes about about your relationship. No, no. Uh, now I do, but I <laughs> no, I I tried to leave her out of it because I felt like she didn't sign up for that, you know. So yeah, you know, because it, yeah, it's weird. You start talking about stuff. I mean, she's fine with it. I've 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 joked about stuff that we've talked about before, but mm. I've always made her like a different person in the joke. But um, uh, this is very meta. So um, if you were to describe her yeah. in the abstract, yeah. like, <laughs> as if she wasn't there, but yeah, if you describe your ideal girl for us. Why are you? Why are you? Why you I know her. Why are you making you feel awkward and yeah. uncomfortable? <laughs> you know this is yeah. making me awkward. You got to find a better way of getting out of it because now yeah. we all really want to know. No, that's nothing to know. She's a. Cool He's got no girlfriend, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually easier. Yeah, I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I actually don't have a girlfriend. She'd prefer that, wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. What was that guy in uh, the Brady Bunch when she pretended she had a boyfriend? What was his name? George Glass. Is that your girlfriend? No. George Glass. I'm not kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, uh, I haven't watched the Brady Bunch in like 20 years, so that's, that's also a bit of a data reference. Did you watch I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here? No. Oh, I did. Yeah, with Joel. Creasy. Yeah, I love Creasy. Yeah, yeah I was killing Marshall. it. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was in that. Marcia, though, the yeah. Yeah. Crazy Marsha. <laughs> yeah, she was great. Who, who was she in the Brady she Bunch? She was the one that was kind of yelling and screaming and losing her mind. No, no, no. Who was she in the Brady Bunch? Oh, she was Marsha. No, Brady. Yeah, uh, no, nah, she was Marsha. Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, she was the kid or the. They were all kids, Ronnie. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so. This is unusual. I don't perform. Usually, I don't hang out with this demographic of people. <laughs> oh. What demographic? What are we? People that watch the Brady Bunch. That's anyone yeah. below <laughs> <the> <laughs> people who people who know what the Brady Bunch is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It was really funny because we walked in and this guy here was like, "Who the fuck are they trying to um confuse me? <laughs> <laughs> who's fucking Andy and who's Nassim? <laughs> There's a lot of brown up here. There is. <laughs> I actually is walked in with Walid Ali, who's here tonight somewhere. Yeah. And uh, I was the one that was performing, and Walid was next to me, and they said. Uh, have you guys got tickets? I said, I'm performing. And then I think they did like Magic Eye and thought we were the same person. <laughs> and let both of us through. So Awesome. Yeah. It is, it is actually a sneaky um, 
show about diversity, really, mm. that I'm throwing here. Mm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of guessed. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but also it's about the TV that you were making because I think like TV, Australian TV and, and comedy is now diverse and I don't think it was. Or previously it was like kind of the wogs out of work thing that was very much about stereotypes and mm. making fun of the fact that we really thought that was happening. Mm. And But you guys are doing very different stuff. Like yeah. what, what, do you, what do you feel about what you're doing in terms of... Oh, look. It's all about um, um, myth bust busting and yeah. um, breaking down stereotypes and blah, blah, blah. But I hate the stereotypes about Aboriginal people, about black people, you know, and um, I'm sure you'd um, hate the stereotypes about Eskimos as well. And, um, no. and, and, and um, Nazim, <laughs> I, um, I, uh, but I, I'm actually, <laughs> I hate the one where where, you know, oh, Aboriginals are all drunk, they all drink alcohol, they all, you know, they all spend all their money on grog. And oh, I take offence to things like that, you know, because we smoke heaps of pot as well. <laughs> yeah, and and I hate the myth about black men, Nazim. The, mm. the, you don't look at me like you don't know the myth about black men. <laughs> what's the, what's the myth do, about... You do, you do. I'm here to tell you that we don't all steal cars. Because we get them for free from the government. <laughs> mm. Just driving around with our huge penises hanging out the window. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Ronnie? I don't know what to think anymore. No. <laughs> okay. no do you feel like you have to confront cultural myths when you're, when you're doing your comedy? Do you have to work that in somehow? Do you? Um, well, you know, like... What race are you, by the way? I'm I'm Muslim. That's my race. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, from Brown. I'm I'm Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. Sri Lankan. <laughs> Sri Lankan. So, South Asian. And uh, yeah, look. Obviously, my show is called Legally Brown. So um, I guess we touch on some of those issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, pe people say all sorts of things. Like you know, ever since ISIS hit the charts last year, like people <laughs> saying all sorts of dumb stuff. Like I had, I had a guy come up to me. He said, "Oh, hey, Nazim, you're Muslim." Does that mean you support ISIS? And I was like, that's ridiculous. That's basically implying that we all think the same, that we're part of some sort of monolith, that we all support and follow the same groups. I, I said, just because I'm Muslim doesn't mean I support ISIS. I mean, you know, <laughs> some of us like Al-Qaeda. You know, like it's just, <laughs> you really shouldn't bunch us all together like that. Like, it's just, it's, but it's just the reality of Australia. Must know, be annoying. Know. It's very yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just shoehorned a bit of material in that's for my show. Um, but you didn't answer her question. I thought I did. No. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do, do people do people say things about? No, it's like, do you feel as though you have to kind of represent and and well, I think bust? naturally, like if you are a non-white person in the public space, naturally you are representing, whether you like it or not, uh, a demographic of people who have who have never been or very unfairly been represented in the broader public space, right? Mm. So, as a Muslim or as a brown person, because I'm on television, brown people and Muslim people all of a sudden they put on you all of their expectations and hopes and aspirations and you, whether you want it to wear that or not, you have to, sort of, you're, you're carrying that burden in lots of ways. So when, when I first did stuff on TV or in stand-up, like you get all sorts of people messaging you and sending you emails, giving you constructive and destructive feedback, right? And at the start I was like pissed off, like why, stop telling me what to do, like I'm my own person. But then you start to realise that people actually feel invested and they care about what you're saying and they feel like, what you do affects and reflects on them. So mm. it's kind of nice to be carrying along with you that community and, and, and making people feel proud and excited with what you do. So 
I kind of wear that as a badge of honor in a way. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure, like, all of us can kind of relate in some way. Like, when, when I'm, you know, when, when you just merely mention something to do with life at home or being a brown person in Australia, like, brown people are like, yeah, someone's telling our story on stage, yeah. yeah. I can relate finally to something that's uniquely me. Yeah, and Andy, you're touring Australia with Kevin Crepinuri and mm. what's that called, that lineup? All stars. Uh, the Aboriginal comedy all stars. Yeah, right. Yep. And so, do you are they all Indigenous audiences? They're all Indigenous. Yeah. Oh no, oh, not audiences. Yeah. I, um, comedians they are. Yeah. Uh, but you're getting a, a, a diverse crowd. Very, very diverse. It's really, um, it's refreshing to see um, uh, um, pigment challenge people in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it's um, you That's know, a we, very PC we, way of saying white. We <laughs> We all learn on the way, which is terrific. It's an uh, it's amazing experience, and it's uh, and uh, an old older demographic too, which right. is um is really really cool. Mm. Yeah, cool. Ronnie, how are you feeling about everything? Oh, I'm feeling great. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder yeah. if I still have a girlfriend. I don't even know. <laughs> I, th yeah. I think you do. She's yeah. not hearing this. Is yeah, she, either she didn't exist or she's broken up with me due to me not discussing <laughs> how awesome she know. is. Yeah. Okay. What were the expectations? Do you yeah. think that? That your family had of you as a youngster were they this? No. What did they no. think? They uh, um, yeah, they didn't know you could do this. <laughs> like they didn't know you could just come on, you know, talk shit into a <laughs> microphone, and, <laughs> and people pay money for that. You know, yeah. They, yeah. they didn't know that. Was, they didn't know that was an option. Mm. Uh, my my father said that no one will ever pay money to watch you talk ever. He said mm. that. Yeah, yeah, and um. Yeah, now I proved him wrong. <laughs> 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 no, no, we've got, we've got, <laughs> we've got a good relationship, by the way. Uh, no, he just he didn't understand. He didn't get it, right? He was just like, how can this, how can you possibly do that, right? It so is pretty weird. It yeah. is pretty weird. Yeah, even for yeah. like us, just you know, for white people, the idea of talking and getting paid to yeah. just talk crap, like that's just a bizarre notion. Like you can't. Yeah. I mean, we joke, we joke around, we say we just talk crap for money, but there's a lot of preparation that goes into it, clearly. Oh, I never, I just go up on stage and just... And just channel, <laughs> channel just Islam. It, you know, just feel it. Channel yeah. Islam, just yeah. Just ch channel <laughs> Islam. Just <laughs> 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 the brown seep in. Uh, Am I converted yeah, now, <laughs> just by proximity? <laughs> I think, right. Ronnie, I think you put a lot of preparation into it. Uh, you seem to be very academic in your approach, because mm. you were at, uh, un at university, yeah, you were studying yeah. law. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it feels like you have a very similar approach yeah, to sure. comedy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what's that? Uh, are um, you making an Asian joke? Failure. No, no, no. <laughs> Failure. Everything's always racial with you, man. Oh, well, yeah. You yeah make a comment. You're right. Uh, what's that? What's that? She failure to plan is planning to fail? Yeah. Is that right? That's a meme. Know, That's a meme. Right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so I plan. I, I try to work hard at the shows, you know, especially <laughs> when uh, people are coming to see me now. They, they kind of know who I am. Yeah. So there's a lot, of, a lot more expectation. So yeah. Yeah, you just go right set. Are you still tormenting guys you went to university with? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't torment. It's hard now. Now, because I've been, uh, I've been doing comedy for six years now, I did it straight out of university. I never got a real job. So it's when I talk to, um, yeah, yeah, when I talk to my friends who did <laughs> get real jobs, it's like we can't, it's very hard to connect now. It's super hard to connect because... Well, especially as you were sending them texts saying, I've, oh, yeah, I've yeah. just woken up at midday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd call them up at like 1 p.m. That's amazing. i just say like, man, you won't believe the morning I just had. <laughs> I had to wake up at 11 a.m. <laughs> and I had to go get a juice. I feel like the audience... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I do that a lot. I, sometimes I just ask them to come out for lunch at 2 p.m. You know, I... <laughs> I'm like, hey, can you guys come play basketball or, or whatever? Aww. Yeah, and they say no, I can't working. I'm like, oh, sorry, man, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, Michelle, they don't have any kids. They don't they have, kids, have kids, mate. Oh, yeah, kids. that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm still yeah. in the no kids zone. All my yeah. friends giving birth right now. Um, Are they? Yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to see the, I'm seeing the, you know, the terror. Have you had those conversations in your relationship with your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, actually. What do you guys tell? We say, why are you doing this, man? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like but every you time I mention you know, it, I respected laughs, you know? your relationship yeah. so much. I didn't say anything about no, 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 what was going I'm on with that. But that was your decision. <laughs> <laughs> you can come at me with that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, with kids, I, I don't even have kids, so I don't know. I might be talking on my butt here, like usual. But uh, I, like, I see my friends with kids, and now it's like they can't just come out. Everything's like it's a mm. it's a military operation. You got to plan, <laughs> pick a day, get the babysitter. Then we got to get the pram out, and then we got <laughs> the pram has to be stocked with supplies. Mm. <laughs> and you have to have game mentality. You can't just go out. You got to be like, okay, we're going out here. We have to make sure this thing doesn't die. Mm. <laughs> right? On on the way, we have to go and make it back alive. <laughs> you know, no one's getting left behind. And it's like, dude, I can't. Like, this is go out and hang out, you know, at the at the juice bar, but no, you, <laughs> can't, yeah. you can always tell uh, people without kids with their smiles and happiness and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. Yeah. look at them <laughs> sitting there. I'm going to tell you, it's like uh, at home. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you've got kids at home. I've got a $3,000 climbing gym. $3,000. A uh, what? Yep. Climbing yeah, gym. Yeah. Climb you should call it a luxury leather lounge, but at my house, <laughs> it's a fucking climbing gym. Yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm putting down here? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Um, and I'm driving around a $30,000 sand pit at the moment. <laughs> it's brilliant. Kids are great. How are you doing it? How are you doing so many gigs with kids and you're touring? Oh, I don't get involved in their lives. <laughs> uh. Good Such good advice, yeah. Ronnie. Listen to yeah. this. <laughs> it's parenting 101. This is good advice. Yeah. <laughs> this makes me very nervous to be on this podcast. <laughs> Who's funny in your families? Who's funny in your family, Nazim? You my know I'm obsessed with your mum. My little sister is, is the she? funniest. Yeah. She's just she's always a peacemaker. Like she's the one that like kind of literally dances and clowns around in front of us when we're all fighting just oh. to try and like snap <laughs> us out of it like my mum will be yelling at me like just and then she'll just come and literally just start like kind of dancing and just you know putting on lipstick on her like she just always used to just be the crowd. but then i read that that's actually the role of the youngest child in the family they're always like the where'd you read that i read it on some like <laughs> dailylife.com oh, some, 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 <laughs> some blog so really to go Mama hey, mia. blogs like if that. you print that out that's a friggin' article yeah okay <laughs> My family, yeah. I t my dad actually, I didn't realize it until I went back home once and I was watching him kind of hold court at the family thing. I was like, oh my God, this guy, this guy's actually kind of funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, as in you don't realize it, right? You don't think about it because you're so used to that behavior. And then you, one day you kind of see objectively and it's like, oh my God, yeah, he's totally, he's doing like a, a five minute set right here. Mm. Like in front of everybody, yeah. That's where you got your Ronnie Chang from. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think mm. I sound, I'm supposedly sound a lot like him. But, um, Particularly dads, because we think they're just telling the same boring story and over, over and over, yeah, but yeah. they're actually working up a bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the way oh, they work yeah. bits totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My dad, my dad's in uh, Malaysia, and and my mom and dad are both in Malaysia and Singapore. They like they split their time, so they're not in Australia. So I yeah, I can't relate because my dad left when I was six. But you guys just continue having this conversation <laughs> about dads if you want. <laughs> what? Huh? Oh, no, my, uh, he, j he just walked out on us, so... You've, he's got a nice stepfather. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. He's, uh, like, that's really, I'm not joking, but uh, <laughs> we have reconciled. 
Can we delete this part from the podcast? Or uh, yeah, fine. <laughs> I read that article in the paper the other day okay. about when Yana Vent came though, looking for your dad. Yeah, that was one of the, the first times. S. Hussein in the phone <laughs> book. <laughs> My first encounter with TV cameras was about six years old. Knock at the door, opened it up, and it was Yana Vent. You guys remember? Gold, gold Logie went up for like 60 minutes, current affair. And she was she was like running like a sympathetic Muslim puff piece. And it was during the Gulf War. Or something, Saddam was doing something. And so my dad's name is Shireen Hussein. And apparently that's a unisex name in Sri Lanka, uh, Shireen. And uh, my dad's a man. And um, <laughs> so she started asking questions like, oh, how does it feel to be constantly harassed because you're listed as S. Hussein in the white pages? How does it feel to be constantly nick-knocked and prank-called because you're S. Hussein? She just kept asking these questions until my dad closed the door. They ran the story anyway and cut the bit out where my dad said, no one harasses us, get the hell off our property. And uh, then since that day, we actually got prank-called, harassed oh. and nick-knocked <laughs> for like a month straight. Oh. Six months later, my dad left to Sri Lanka and never came back again. So, yeah, thanks, Yana. You broke our family. <laughs> Um, enjoy your gold Logie. Whoa. Anyway, now I'm Logie nominated, so when I get that thing, I'm going to knock at her door and, and, and break, break her family. It's yeah, exciting thanks. that you're Logie nominated, though. Isn't that uh, bad? How about that? Oh, yeah. I got no Logie nominated as well. It's like the show that you're on. Oh. So the thing with Ron is that he's been nominated and awarded <laughs> so many awards, right? He actually loses track. <laughs> yeah. It, most of them so go to his spare. So yeah, hey, like how come I haven't been on the show? That's um, racist, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, I know, I know. Unbelievable. Sorry about that. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Who's the funniest person in your family? In any Aboriginal lounge room, you can just sit there all day and just get some mad jokes all day. And it's really, really funny. I, I have this cousin who's always in trouble and he comes in. And he's on, I kid you not. And he comes in and he goes, nah, bought a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> and um, me auntie goes, you bought a Jeep. And he goes, yep, I bought a Jeep. <laughs> and she goes, you bought a Jeep. Nah, I stole a Jeep. <laughs> So, and, um, and my uncle, my uncle is a, he's a, he's a card, but he, but my uncle's the funniest, Uncle Dooley, and he goes, you know, how you close the gap? I was like, how do you close the gap, Uncle Dooley? And he goes, you make cigarettes and grog half price for white people. <laughs> I was like, uncle, we're trying to raise our life expectancy, not lower theirs. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, yeah, but you watch that gap close real fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny old bugger. What's, um, what's your dream? What's your, what's your comedy dream? Uh, to be Ronnie Cheng. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I don't know, I actually, I actually haven't got a comedy dream. I met Dave Chappelle, I touched his face, that for me... That was that was the peak of my life. Did you support <laughs> him? Which one of you of did support? We, we both got to actually support him. Both did support spots yeah, yeah, yeah. for Dave Chappelle. Different different dates. Uh, so he was my comedy idol and. Nazim, how did you touch his face? It wasn't weird okay, like this. Was I it? wanted to touch it with my hand, <laughs> so like I kind of like knocked my hand into the side of his cheek, oh. and uh, then so I. You are you serious? Him? Well, look, I I told Be my manager I was like, um, I really want to touch Dave Chappelle's face, and she goes, just give him a hug, and your cheek will touch his face, and then I was like, yeah, but I want to touch it with my hand. <laughs> So when so I like went into, oh, yeah, okay, it's weird, right? It's my dream, all right? Don't yeah. crap on my dreams. To touch his face. Yeah. What, you guys don't want to? No, I did that once. Who's, I wanted who's to your touch idol? Bono. I was next to Bono and touched him and weirdly, yeah. Who's your, who's your? I'd, be, I'd be bad at it. Who's that? Would you touch Hayley Williams' face? Is that your dream? See, she said yes. She's touched it. Yeah. 
She hugged her like a normal person. Hey, hey, um, hey, uh, who's Hayley Williams? I can't believe you don't is know who Hayley Williams is. Is she from Paramore? Yeah. She's a singer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, no. I've heard singing. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fun. So you touched his face. Look, it was kind of accident. It was, a, it was a brush. In hindsight, I was like, I intended to do that, but... I'm backpedaling here. But you did it. You got I, I it touch, done. I touched his face. You got I it done. What did he say when you touched his face? Um, Don't touch he my didn't face. know I touched his face. <laughs> 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 it started off as a joke and then it became, it became a goal. Real. It became real. Yeah. And, and I touched How his face. How did you go when you met him, Ronnie? Very businesslike, I'm yeah, assuming. I, yeah, uh, I tried to um, <laughs> talk I, to him like a person. I tried to, <laughs> yeah. I tried to talk to him like a person. I, I had to overcome the fanboy. I had about 10 seconds of fanboying and then I realized, like, oh, you gotta be like a colleague. So I touched his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got that out of the way in the first 10 <laughs> seconds. And then I shook his hand. And then uh, he said, great job. And uh, he's very profound. He's a very profound guy. Like backstage, he's giving all this advice. Mm. Yeah. Couldn't even, like he was quoting Muhammad Ali. Mm. Yeah, really? Yeah, I didn't even know what was going on. Like yeah. he he's quoted Scooby-Doo, remember that? He, dude, he's quoting everything. He's just <laughs> like, uh, he's, uh, he's so well-read, like it's crazy. That mm. backstage, he's just Scooby-Doo like, to like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. He's always like smoking on stage, right? Yeah. And I, I actually think that his smoking on stage, I don't think he can do stand up without smoking <laughs> on stage. Because right? I think it's it's built into his timing now. Yeah, it's part like of his rhythm. Then he'll do the punchline, right? Black people. It's more often white people as a punchline. Yeah, so I actually I wonder if he can do comedy without smoking. I mean, not that he has to. He doesn't give a damn, man. He went in Montreal. I saw him in Montreal live the year before I opened for him in Mon Just for Last. And. Montreal has a strict no smoking or you will get fined, you know, and don't go over time or you will get fined in the, in the fancy theaters. And he smoked and he went over time. And the he fine is yeah. $10,000. He doesn't care. And he was just like, yeah. I don't care. I want to yeah, smoke. He's, he's, yeah. He doesn't care in a cool way. Like, he just kept doing the show. Does Hayley Williams do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. much of an idol. That's like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care about rules either. I don't care about yeah. rules. Yeah. I just do what I have to do. Eat two-minute noodles in one minute. <laughs> Good. Shit such like that. <laughs> such a rebel. You're an yeah. outlaw, man. Yeah. Step over that yeah. mark yeah. every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your first gig. Do you remember it? What, what, what happened to your first gig? First gig was Melbourne Uni Campus Comedy Competition. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You entered a few times before you actually showed up. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 <laughs> I was at uni for five years doing double degree, and I signed up every year, and, and I always chickened out the day before, and then my final year, I just went to do it, and then 
and then just won that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> won and then uh, I thought it was awesome. And then I remember emailing the biggest comedy management company in town and going, because at that point it was final year of uni, and so I was in job hunting mode. So I had, you know, the job hunting emails. You know, when final year when you're applying for internships and, and, and whatever that called, clerkships and all that. So I had the email, hey, uh, hi, my name is Wang Chang. I just won the Campus Comedy Competition. Uh, I'm looking for management. Will you be interested in management? Blah, blah, blah. And I sent it off. And so you uh, treat it like a job? Yeah, yeah, I treat it like a job application. And uh, uh, I researched all the firms, all the management firms in Australia, of which there are like three. Yeah. <laughs> three and a half, I'm sorry. Uh, and and uh, and I emailed the biggest one, and they replied, and they said, "Oh, um, uh, thank you, congratulations <laughs> on winning." Uh, Our offices are currently closed at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, congratulations on winning the competition. We are not currently looking for to man manage anyone, but uh, uh, good luck and hopefully see you around. You should forward them that email now. No, why? Yeah. No, no, no. There's okay. no hate. Yeah. No, there's no hate. There's perfect no hate. movie ending. <laughs> there's no hate. No one. There's no. You know, they want malicious. They didn't say mm. anything mean, and I didn't know the game. I thought that was how you played. Uh, that's how. You, that's how you do this thing, because yeah. I play. But that's not how you do this industry. Yeah, that's yeah. not how you, you don't apply for jobs <laughs> like like it's a job. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my. Yeah, it's fine. I I think I applied to your manager as well. Mm. I sent an email to Beck, Fox in the Snow. I think. And if you're listening to this podcast, yeah. Beck. Look at where he is now. No, no, <laughs> but it's not. No, there's no, there's no, I don't have a chip on my shoulder with that. There's no chip on my shoulder. Yeah, because you're a kid. You have five minutes where you're going to get someone to manage you. Mm -hmm. you got five minutes. you got nothing. Go go work on the m your material, right? So and that was like five whole years ago, right? That was six years ago. Six yeah, years yeah. ago. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah, five years ago, yeah. yeah. You come a long way in five years. I was years. still older than you now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Same. Yeah, you... <laughs> Nazeem, tell us about your first gig. Uh, I did a lot of gigs at like Muslim camps and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> one of the first gigs I did, I was making jokes about my mom and this and, and the head sheikh was there. And oh, he sorry, what was that? The head, like the imam, like the, okay. what do you guys? What? I don't know, like <laughs> rabbis, priests. Yeah. The head dude. The, I don't know, like if you're white, like maybe the pub owner or something. <laughs> you know, like a, I don't know what the, what, what the, what's the equivalent. So yeah, yeah he, he was there and he just basically literally stopped me and said, you have talked bad about your mother behind her back. You need to call her now and apologize. And then he left the room and everyone was silent and I was still there with the mic. <gasps> and I just said, thank, thank you very much. And I just <laughs> got off the stage. But my, my that was Oh, for was, real? For real, yeah. I freaked out. And then I, then I, I, you, I had to tell my mom. Then, and then why don't you contact that, that guy now and I go like, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now I, I got a whole TV show about <laughs> this. No, but he would got come. Two seasons on SBS. <laughs> he would come to the recording and probably stop yeah. me mid-show and say, yeah. "Nazim, you have made I fun I of white people." <laughs> well done. This is probably well a. <laughs> Joke, this is a really that. sensitive topic, so I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but 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 uh, let's talk about your girlfriend. So so no no. So are you are you editing this? <laughs> no. Okay, no. Sure, sure. Right, sure. Uh, I I took a taxi once, and the guy who was taking me to the airport happened to be. Islam. Oh, he oh, just uh, happened to be Muslim. Yeah, happened to be Muslim. I've never met a Muslim taxi driver, actually. Okay. Well, this guy <laughs> happened to be a, a Muslim, and I told him what I did. Yeah. Like I do comedy, and right. he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to watch, you know, comedy, Russell Peters, but then my faith told me that it's actually against to make mm. fun of people, you know, to, nah. to disrespect. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, good, <laughs> good. Yeah. Okay. That's why he's driving a taxi, and he's not an imam at a camp heckling me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just want to clarify. No, nah, like the, yeah. pro the prophet used to make crack jokes. His, his companions used to say all sorts of funny sure, stuff. Sure, sure. I mean, you should read the Quran, guys. Sure. And Do you stop. <laughs> hilarious? Is it hilarious? Oh, it's hilarious. Because like, it's a, it's a page turner. Okay. Because <laughs> you're... 
Yeah, you, you're like a full-on Buddhist, right? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, full-on Buddhist, You should also right? read the Quran, no? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this thing in Buddhism where you're not supposed to say, you know, don't, 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 ba- I'm paraphrasing here, yeah. but it's like, don't talk shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Buddha said, don't talk shit. The Buddha said, don't talk shit. Yeah. And so sometimes I go, oh, whoops, my whole job is about talking, <laughs> shit. talking shit. Yeah, because yeah. you grew up Buddhist, right? Not really, no. Didn't you? No, no, my dad's like, my dad is half Christian, half Taoist, and my mom's like Taoism, and nobody cares. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. They never, p- yeah, they never. I know. It's hard not to talk shit about people in comedy. <laughs> Do you ever get in trouble? Have you ever been in trouble for talking about family or friends or Uncle, what's his name? Uncle Tooley. Uncle Tooley? Um, <laughs> no, not really. I've just, because um, I'm the biggest in the family, and I'll just punch a piss out of all of them. <laughs> um, and that's how we work in my family. Yeah, right. It's, um,. <laughs> You do things and get things done <laughs> through physical domination. <laughs> you know where you stand with you no, guys. Look, I, um, Andy, can you do this? Yeah, I've got a Oh, my God. Your, wing, your wingspan yeah. is out of control, man. That'd be, yeah. that'd be huge. <laughs> like you could just slap me without yeah. moving. I want to beat the world record for the most do you play basketball? people I can hug. Um, oh. I did, yeah. yeah. You guys should meet Volleyball? up. Volleyball? Topless hug. Yeah. Topless <laughs> yeah, your wingspan is out of control, man. Yeah, it's big. You can get right in there, yeah. This is perfect for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. like For the, the people out there, my wingspan is 20 foot. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to this podcast. Do you get in trouble from your mum, Nazim? Uh, not re- well. You've she she comes to lots of my shows. Yeah, She'll you've co- been in trouble at gigs. I know she's been... She's co- yes, exactly. Well, so this is, I'm doing 23 shows this comedy festival, and she would normally come to about half of those Whoa. and <laughs> laugh louder than everybody else during... Um, but she, she <laughs> once, uh, in the middle of a show, she, she basically said, uh, uh, don't swear, Nazim. That's <laughs> use a better word. So she's said stuff like that before. My mom, <laughs> dude, my, mom, my mom is constantly asking me to wear a suit on stage. <laughs> just every single time she talks to me, she's just like, all right, by the way, can you put on a suit? At least I can say you got because a suit job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because in her head, she's watched Seinfeld. Oh. And she's just like, that's... Yeah, yeah. But you would look good in a suit. Sorry? You look you should say I, I do, but I, I feel like it doesn't I tried it once yeah. and I just felt like a car salesman. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. like it doesn't yeah. fit the material. It's a concept. Mm. When you see a comedian in a suit, yeah. like that's hey. kind of, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's conceptual, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's also eighties. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. What year were you born? I was born eighty five. Oh. Yeah. Same here. Are there are there a lot of mothers wow. in the audience? Probably it's five thirty dolls. Moms? <laughs> Mm. How, when, when, when were you born, Andy? 71 here. I'm 19 or 18? Uh, <laughs> oh, black I'm and crack. I'm actually, I'm 44, You're which 44. is about, about 55 in white years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to close the gap fast. Yeah. So you're almost done, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> I, ha- I had a, uh, a white mate come up to me and say, oh, you should, you should read this uh, report I'd done on closing the gap. And I'll, okay, how, how big is it? And he goes, oh, it's 300 pages long. And um, I said, what's it specifically about? He goes, oh, it's about raising the life expectancy for Aboriginal people. Mm-hmm. I said, doesn't that prove to you I've got no fucking time to read your report? <laughs> <laughs> Close the gap. And then I'll read it. Yeah. So I can go, oh, that's how you've done it. Thanks for the extra 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk bad gigs. 
No, I'm sure none of you have ever had a bad gig. But oh, let's no, see if we can never. try and think of one. I've been uh, booed off stage. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. But in uh, uh, Bustleton in WA at uh, the, uh, what's it called again? Southbound Festival? Uh, yep. Southbound Which Music Festival. Which is like Falls Festival. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, like it's the West Coast equivalent. It's the West Coast add-on for Falls Festival. So they do that festival. I was on stage doing comedy uh, two years ago. And Why did they boo you Whoa. up? Oh, uh, just, you know, people knowing the mood for comedy and, you know. Yeah, right. It's a music festival. Some people want the mood for it. Someone made it racial. Like one of the hecklers made it racial. I don't believe it was racial, but he was just like, I think he got angry and then he was like, I don't think Asians are funny. And then we like, we d I don't think, I don't think it was, I didn't start racial. It just, these like just kids, you know, they're there for music and they're not there to listen to comedy and comedy needs some patience. And that's the thing about comedy. It's a two-way street. Like you need an audience who's willing to listen. Yeah. If you get audience who's like this. Make me laugh. Like and were you like on a music stage? Because normally yeah, yeah. there's a comedy tent outdoor. somewhere. It was outdoor music. But they're waiting for Chet Baker and they've got to yeah. was, he, was he that articulate? I don't think. Yeah. He actually was. <laughs> was he? <laughs> so, excuse me. Uh, actually, that same stage, I did, I think, a year after the year before okay. you. As soon as I walked on, the weirdest heckle I've ever had in my life, someone just yells out, Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you supposed to... <laughs> I don't know. Isn't it... Isn't I'm not even Pakistani. Like oh, I'm okay. Sri Lankan. Okay. Anyway, so maybe I had like a geography terrain. Did you address it? I, di I didn't address it. You can't address that, man. What are you it's a to losing say? Uh, you can't. Uh, thank you for the warm welcome. Like, <laughs> because if you address it, no one else has heard it. I don't know. So you're just talking to yourself at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a losing battle. Yeah, the, the the correct thing to do in that situation is to actually dive into the audience <laughs> and beat the shit out of that person. Yeah. On the same, you could have said, I'm Aboriginal. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I should have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the worst gig I did was, on a, or it was a, on a boat. It was a corporate gig, and uh, it was the most money I've ever been offered for anything. So I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, and they said, it's three hours. I was like, yeah, three hours for a lot of money. I'll do that. I did the gig. No one listened to me. Uh, they all were talking. And then I got off stage, and I was stuck on this boat with them for like three hours. <laughs> Two people came up to speak to me. The first person said, uh, hi, where are the toilets? Um, so I was like, just over there. Someone else said, hey, man, uh, yeah, if you try really hard, you can be you know, nearly as good as Akmar was when he started. So I was like, oh, well, thank you very much. Then I didn't know what to do. So I was just, there was, a, there was a poker table that they had set up. So I thought, if I sit here and just have my head down, mm. no one's going to see who I am. And they won't remember that I'm that guy that just sucked on stage. Mm. And then someone said, oh, excuse me, can you pass me the rule book thing over there? So I leant over and knocked over this bottle of Coke. And it went all <laughs> over the felt oh. table. And everyone was like, oh, you idiot. Oh, it's that guy. Oh, freak. <laughs> They want to throw me overboard. Yeah. I would have jumped Close overboard. Not yeah. oh, worth the money, though. Wow. Again. Yeah, he still got paid, right? <laughs> yeah, what, $50, $60, I think it was. <laughs> Good money. Which you lost at the poker table. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it was just fake money, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> so what's this festival show about? You can, can we still get tickets to you guys? Yeah, uh, I've got a show on the 18th yeah. um, at 9 o'clock, the town hall. Uh, it's upstairs, so it's 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 called Legally Brown. It's a big deal to do the town hall. Are you doing the Ronnie's big room, the main room? Well, uh, the other yeah. the other ones have sold out, guys. But um, do, doing an, doing an extra at the at the big one. Ronnie's doing five extra yeah. in that big room. So uh, make sure hall. you get tickets to both of our shows. That is a big deal. When I first started doing the comedy festival, that room was used maybe twice in the entire festival. Look, mm. well just because you've booked it doesn't mean you're going to fill it up. <laughs> I might have fifteen people there. <laughs> so yeah. I just no, want to sound impressive. You'll be right. I just want the selfie before. Where I could say, check out these 2,000 seats, whatever. Yeah, I'm going to fill these up and never take an after photo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big deal. What are you yeah. going to do? What's um, the show? 
I'm going to have a, ho a holograph well. of myself on stage. Great. No, uh, it's, it's just a lot of stories about growing up. And it's my, actually my first hour. So it's just a bunch of funny bits from here and there. No real thread. But uh, from the title, Legally Brown, you can imagine the sorts of things you're going to be speaking about, eh? If you're white, you may be the butt of many of the jokes. So <laughs> <laughs> see that muted laugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's fine. We're fine. <laughs> I heard someone go, hmm. Hmm. What's the number for Asia? <laughs> you do push it too. What's that T-shirt you were wearing the other day? Oh, uh, what did it say? Something Muslim? Oh, it's <laughs> what did it say? If I describe it, it's just going to sound bad. It, was, it just said extreme Muslim, but it had a, a Muslim going. Like <laughs> 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 I, like I caught the training. I, I was know. There, and then people were looking at me, and I thought, oh, they recognise me from the TV, <laughs> but they clearly don't like my comedy because they're frowning. Uh, but then I looked at my T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe they couldn't see the face, or they couldn't see this part. I was like, oh, chicken, chicken. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me right, too. Okay, 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 yeah. Cool. And if you guys would like one, all you need to do is just uh, convert to Islam and uh, hand them stop out. converting people. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. <laughs> Ronnie, what's the show about? Uh, it's just some There's still shit. some ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same shit. It's just some shit. Me talking. No, I, I should treat more respect. I, I, uh, it's a. Uh, it's just me. Uh, there's no theme. I just, you know, make fun of. Uh, I, a lot of my comedy comes from conflict, so I just talk about the conflict I, I have with people on inter on the internet. Conflict with. Uh, what uh, conflict could you possibly have oh, with people? Just Ronnie? constant fights and yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you? I actually had someone um someone come out of Ronnie Cheng's show, and uh, and they were like, "Oh, I'm seeing your show next week," but I just saw Ronnie Cheng's show, and that was the best show I've ever seen in my life, and uh, they were then going to see my show after. So like. I don't believe that's the true story. I swear to God, it's a true story. It's a true story. Absolutely true story. When was it? Uh, first week of the festival. First week? Yeah. All right. Best show <laughs> ever. Yeah, yeah, I hang out with Nazim a lot. I know. Yeah. yeah we Wait. Are. Yeah. Okay. We were both uh, on Triple J. Triple J. Drive. We both turned down the gig mute like at the same time. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crass to say so, though, Ronnie. Oh, is it crass? <laughs> Oh, why? Well this this guy over here talking about Aboriginal people, I just say, I just <laughs> say, I turn down. <laughs> <laughs> and say I'm bad? being crass because I turned down a job. <laughs> talk about jobs you turned down. Oh, is that bad? Yeah, well, it's oh, okay. a little, you know, it's a little um, insensitive, I think, mm. maybe. To who? Triple J? Well, no, to the other people who got the job, to maybe. people that don't have Oh, no, 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 that's nothing against them. It's just that for us, we just... Yeah, yeah. He's just sleeping <laughs> in. Oh, is that disrespectful? This God damn it. To I seriously don't know where the line is anymore. The reason I'm so quiet is because Andy's going off on, <laughs> on his own people. I'm like, I don't want to be part of this highlight, right? I want okay, to be part this of this block. Seriously, we could have this could have been resolved about an hour ago if you just spoke about your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I wasn't comfortable ever since I got on stage because I talked about my girlfriend. <laughs> I wasn't gonna ask about her specifically. I was just like, does she exist? You talk about your private life and stuff like that. That's all I was gonna. Yeah, say she's cool. Okay. <laughs> she's very um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, we both, both we've worked a lot together, so I know him very well. Yep, mm. that's what I'm trying. He's a very trustworthy guy. Yeah. I'm Michelle Laurie, and you are right in the middle of the nitty gritty committee. Thank you for downloading. Okay, things are running very smoothly. I think you'll agree, but they're about to get a little bit weird. Um, you see, on the afternoon of this recording, there was a big rally in Melbourne. The Reclaim Australia party or group or movement or whatever they are, they wanted to have a big rally, and then so their opponents came down to rally against them and it was a, a big sort of 
fracas in the middle of Melbourne CBD. So as we progress through this last bit of the conversation, I'm not sure if you can hear it, but we're sort of chatting back and forth to a man who came to the show directly from his Reclaim Australia picket line. No, racism's getting better. Uh, which what, what, is that, what does no, that mean? It is. It's getting is it better. Is that racism? Mean, yeah, but, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, racism okay. in this country is getting heaps better. People are getting heaps better at being racist. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone see the Reclaim really rally that was on today at Fed Square? Did you oh. pass that? So, you know, the Reclaim Australia guys showed up and apparently they had, like, um, swastikas tattooed on them and stuff. And then the other, the socialists showed up. That's not right? What happened? They forgot the. They forgot to bring the stickers. They forgot to bring the stickers. They had the socialists had swastikas. They're the worst fucking socialists I've ever heard of in the world. Why did the socialists? So you were there. You were there with Reclaim Australia. Really? Um, would you consider reading the Quran? <laughs> Dude, you read. Uh, that's awesome. That's why he was there. All right. Well, uh, let's read it together. Oh, okay. You're not racist. He's not racist because you can't be racist against a Muslim because no, 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 no. Islam, not a race. God, what time's your show on? It's I don't mind seeing that. <laughs> it's, it's a weird alliance you formed there. I think we wow. could be friends, <laughs> me and you. <laughs> we'll get to you. Don't leave. <laughs> don't leave. I'll definitely get to you. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Come to my show, please. Come to all this. Come to all their shows. This is awesome. So they're still... Free tickets. All right, no. <laughs> free tickets. That'd be bloody right. Yeah. Um, free so feed for me. <laughs> what? Free... Oh, uh, don't worry, Reclaim Ronnie. Australia. We'll all it's basically that. a bunch of people that want to reclaim Australia from uh, Muslims. Because <laughs> okay. we have such a strong hold on this country. <laughs> I so. do, I know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are you going with all of this, Ronnie? <laughs> I, 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 dude, I just... Uh, I just want everyone to get along. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, me too. Hey, yeah. we're getting along. Okay. Okay. Hey, hey, Ronnie, did you, you, you didn't comment. Did you see a lot of racism as a kid when you were growing up? No, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm a, I, I didn't grow up in Australia. So mm. a lot of these issues I'm not across fully. Like, I can mm. say I understand, but I, didn't, I don't really, right? I never experienced okay. it myself, so I don't know. So this guy over here, I don't know what's happening. I feel like... <laughs> No, he seems like a cool guy. He's not. He, sure. he's, he's calm. He's saying that he's saying friendly stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's an issue or not. And then Nazim over here, you know, trying to convert. I don't know what. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. I really don't. Did you? Andy, there's did so you many. Basically, it's just it's like a buyer's market, all right? Like you know, the free market, capitalism. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It's, it's a market of ideas. Islam's competing with this guy and reclaim Australia. We're just trying to, you know. See, white I, people yeah. got here. They, they, they so took I from Aboriginal. Yeah, I, 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 Muslims I, are trying to get it from white mm. people. I was, you know. I was born. I was born in Malaysia. I went to the U.S. when I was a kid. I okay, moved, good I moved, story. Good story, Ronnie. Andy, <laughs> 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 we get it, babe. Get All right. it. Andy, have you experienced much racism in your life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. uh, um, and you're living on t- in Taree, right? That's a whole other story. How you keep me a comedy career going from regional New South Wales is brilliant, amazing, interesting. It's hard. Yes, hard, yeah, and with kids. But, yeah, tell us about that if you want to. I mean, like, I'm from a town that has two, only two races, right, and there's, you know, a couple of other minorities that live in the town. Um, I was talking to Nazim and there's other brown people that live in the town from other areas of the globe and, um, you know, we, we, we got on. It's funny how minorities get on, you know, um, and... Uh, 
I think um, my nan, my grandmother, rest her soul, she's a beautiful lady. She used to say something to us kids all the time. Uh, um, uh, besides, get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. Um, she used to, she used to say, you know, um, everyone's different, you know, and, uh, and people are different. Um, and you've got to accept um, when someone wants to say something like that, don't judge them, at least listen to them, um, regardless of how way out and on the edge it may be, you're going to learn anyway. So y y whether you learn about that person or the group they're with or um, the country they're from or the people they're from, um, she used to say, you know, it's human to be different, but it's humane to accept the difference. And we live by that. We just, um, you know, we... Right on. Well, and and I and I got a lot of comedy from her. She, like, to tell you the truth, she was a she was easily the funniest person in the entire family. But um, yeah, I think I think a lot of uh, that resonated with me. So I was chatting about my nan before, wasn't I, darling? <laughs> and she used to she said something to me once that's really stuck with me too. She said, Michelle, I reckon you'll reach your goal weight about six days after you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, don't look at me like that. Ladies and gentlemen, please thank them for coming along today. Nazim Hussain, Ronnie Chang and Andrew Saunders. Get along and see their shows. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks Give it up for Michelle Lowy. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go, guys. You'll find more info about all of our guests at michellelaurie.com as well as a place to leave questions and feedback. There's also a link there to the website of Tenzin Choyil. He is the man behind the beautiful Tibetan music you've heard throughout the podcast. Thank you to Tim Mountford and Peter Laurie for editing help, but please know that the clunkiest edits are all mine. And thank you for downloading this episode of the Nitty Gritty Committee, conversations about the guts and the glory of life. Please subscribe to get them all on iTunes and go ahead and leave us a nice review if you feel so inclined. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.